first year shouldn't have heard that story, right? Because there's too much there. I'm saying that you don't need to go to class. (laughs) Secondly, I'm saying that you can get, you can do well without ever. Thirdly, saying that some people get privileged and special treatment. Fourthly, that some profs just decide that some students don't deserve A's no matter what yeah. they do. This is the intro. All this of is the podcast. Yeah, that's that your list of four things <laughs> on the agenda. But at Osgood, none of that can happen. Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm Adam Lachant. And today we are going to look at third year in law school, or 3L as they call it. I, I'm not a big fan of that, but anyway. And our guest is Heather Donkers. Hello. Heather, tell us a bit about yourself. So I'm Heather Donkers. I am a 3L, that's what I call it, at uh, Osgoode Hall Law School. Um, I did my undergraduate degree at Queen's University in Global Development Studies, and now I'm here. And uh, so you're here partly because you're... 3L status is is big. What tell what's that? I <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to say it. You have to say it. You're a you're the president of some yeah, august uh, body. Yes. So, um, yeah. So 3L has been very interesting so far. Um, on top of law school, um, I am the president of the Law Student Society of Ontario. I'm also the chair of the student section of the Ontario Bar Association. So both of those positions um, basically allow me to represent the over 4,000 law students in the province. Um, and this year is a big one because the Law Society of Ontario is doing uh, governance reforms and reforms to the licensing process, which obviously affect law students um, quite significantly. So. I've been working really hard to uh, gather some evidence and some anecdotes from law students across the province so that I could submit that to the Law Society and hope that they pay attention to hope us. Hope they listen to you. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, well, just, we can get into that. Yeah, just sure. link the podcast. Sure. That's all the anecdotes you need. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> there you go. So, okay, good. That Because that that's going to be perfect for uh, what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. How, how good is that? Adam? <laughs> I, I don't that? know how good it is. I didn't do the readings. Well, I was, just, oh, say it up here, I was just about to say... <laughs> Remember, Law School Confidential, you were... Uh, the same book that was assigned five book, weeks ago? Same book that's been assigned. You didn't read it? Not yet. Okay. I will, I'll read it. You will. You will. <laughs> well, okay. So then I will just give... I'll, I'll start this off by saying... So this book, again, I, just to repeat, it talks about each year and gives each year a little name. First year is... What is it again? Uh, uh, scare you to death. Yeah. Something like that. Second year, they work you to death. And we're now into year three, where they bore you to death is, a, is the oh. title of part four of this book. And let me just you know, let me just give you, Heather, the chapter headings for year three, because it doesn't sound like what you're doing has bears any relationship to what <laughs> is, what's on here. So totally the true. first is here's here are the only three things or four things that this author cares about third year. <laughs> first, demystifying judicial clerkships. Oh, geez, that sounds like <laughs> yeah. a great chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Opportunity knocks again. A second chance at recruiting. Uh, that Obviously, that makes some sense right. to me. And then third, last semester cross checks, making sure you have enough credits to graduate. Okay. Wow. And then the last thing is the final hurdle, hurdle strategies for the bar exam. So again, 
nothing about what you might want to do in your third year in school. These are all sort of extracurricular stuff. Yeah, none nothing of them about you know take some courses you love. Nothing about <laughs> going on exchanges. It seems weird. That's why I'm I'm really dissing this author. But <laughs> he's not the first one that we've dissed. Yeah, it is strange. I think. I mean, it makes it sound like it's. Uh, yeah, it's all forward looking and that it has nothing to do with being in the moment of third year. But I was saying uh, to you before the podcast started that I think most most students I've it, there's this anecdote of um, three LOL um, or as my friends Deanna and Marcy like to call it three laxing and that it's actually <laughs> just a very relaxed year and um, that well, this isn't true for all students, but that most students have gained their articling position prior to starting third year. So they feel like um, I mean, at that point, then your grades aren't as uh, as important anymore because no one's looking at your transcript. You've already gotten your job for after law school. So I think for most people, it's very um, or at least there's this myth of uh, relaxation in third year. So uh, without mentioning names, do, <laughs> what do people do? Do they not go to class? Do they? Uh... Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, okay. I think that's that's literally exactly <laughs> You can mention it. names. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I won't call them out. But I think that I think for, yeah, a lot of uh, students, it's, you know, they'll they'll listen to rec- lecture recordings rather as opposed to going to class um, or they will, which I mean, you're still going to class in a sense, but, right. you know, they may like disengage slightly from yeah. um, from like the law school environment. They they're probably or I know a lot of people um, stop doing extracurriculars because Again, when you already have the job, it's it's kind of hard to motivate yourself to stay engaged, I think. But I see it as a myth because for me, I mean, well, this you year... you say you've never been busier. Yeah, this year actually, yeah, exactly. It's my busiest year by far. I mean, I am with the LSSO and the OBA, but I'm also a, a president of a student club at Osgood, And I have a part-time job at a um, Robichaud's criminal defense litigation with... The legendary Sean Robichaud, which is amazing. He does podcasts. He has a great podcast. He does podcasts. Shout out to Of Counsel. Yeah. Yeah. No, he his podcasts actually were one of the ways in which we got connected um, because I listened to all of them. It's uh, I have an hour long commute to school every day and they're exactly an hour long. So it's it, perfect. It makes my commute go by way faster. And um, yeah, so I, I had reached out to him on Twitter saying that I loved his podcast and we interacted through Twitter a lot. And then when he put out a call for a law student, I applied and I went through a regular interview process, but I think it helped that we had kind of connected through that. So yeah, his podcasts are fantastic. And now I get to, now that I'm working for him, I get to sit behind the scenes a lot, which is pretty phenomenal experience to have as a student sitting in a room with Alan Gold as he talks about, you know, his career, a very lengthy career in criminal law. So yeah. See, well, that's why we, I thought of having you on here because we need you as a role model for Adam. Whoa. Make sure that (laughs) (laughs) make sure so you you realize what third year is all about. Yeah. Oh, I'm so ready to chill. Three chill? What was it? Three Relaxing. Three, three laxation. Okay. Relaxation. But you've done two laxation. I think my problem is going to be all my extracurriculars. I'm, I was ready to two lax for sure, 100%. Everyone told me one L is the hardest. So I went took on too much stuff in second, second year. So now I'm in just yeah. a mess. But it's kind of fun. I just, I don't see it. I don't see myself losing my extracurriculars because I have a job because I do all my extracurriculars because they're fun. No, exactly. Yeah. I, think I think that's the heart of it, right? right? Because it's it's either I think and I think it's true. It's just a personality difference whether you're you're doing it because you want it to be a resume builder or you're doing it because you actually care. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I yeah. if I like was just doing the LSSO to be a resume builder, like I put 
like easily 30 hours a week of yeah. volunteer time into that. I only do it because I love it because I want to represent students. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't knock someone who did it for building the resume. It's no, resilience for sure. But like, man, wouldn't be better if you liked it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Right? But okay, but back to, so again, this book and even our conversation so far has been all about what you might do in third year that's, uh, you know, well, extracurricular, I'll call mm-hmm. it. But we haven't really talked. So nobody's talked about, well, maybe some of the things you do in third year to learn more law, learn more courses. But no, that Unnecessary. Be, that's not really of interest. I feel no. good already. Like, I feel you like really, I, you know everything <laughs> already. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they I say. Still, they say that, you know, you get all the courses you need in first and second year. And then third year is just you do whatever. But I think there's two strategies. Either you take all the courses that are on the bar exam, um, which was not my preferred strategy because I don't really care about anything other than criminal or constitutional law, if I'm being completely honest with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so for me, it was, I'm just going to take as many criminal law courses as possible. And it's like, you're paying you know $30,000 a year in tuition. I might as well enjoy what I'm taking. Mm-hmm. And so it's made the year, yeah, that's what makes the year fun is just taking courses finally that I'm really interested in that I love. And I think that that, that might be the the way to characterize third year is do what you like in third year. Take yeah. the courses you like because you're right. By that point, mm-hmm. you've probably done enough of the what are called core core courses. You can move on and, and yeah. really, really focus on things that you know you'll you'll like doing. True. Yeah, definitely. I never, I, I'm just like you. <laughs> Again, we're not, this may not be good role models for them. <laughs> I didn't take any course that I, that connected with the bar exam. Yeah. Well, I, I've been told that it's, they, they basically give you everything you need to know on the bar exam and the study materials. So it, it's, it's not like you have to take those extra courses in order to understand. Although it might help me. I, I'm a little bit worried, I will say, about the solicitor exam because my courses have always been you know bar courses i'm i'm very interested in that area of the law i want to be a litigator but the solicitor stuff i mean we'll see i mean i'm hoping for the best but i was the same and i had no interest for instance in tax or any other business and i but yeah did you like it when you learned it was it interesting at all well i had to learn it for the bar ads you mean yeah no it was no but but in my day we had bar courses so we were it was going back to school again anyway right so there so you kind of had to do that that made the exams easier obviously because you'd you'd been in school again fair enough but why take so yeah it's a lost society thinking of adding yeah so uh, they're thinking of adding a a skills exam um and so there's there's four options and i won't go through them and bore you to death like three all supposed to be but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we do not uh, want three all to happen in this room no absolutely (laughs) not but no so there's four options it's either basically keep the status quo keep the status quo with enhancements get rid of articling and add a skills exam or do the law practice program for Mm -hmm. everyone um there's something to be said for all the options but uh the one thing i don't think is really conducive to growth is adding any exams on top of what what there already, already is but exams, yeah, yeah and it's also an expense right and it's just yeah i mean you know it, obviously what we are missing i think a little bit in law school unless you um are really active in extracurriculars and in um intensive programs and clinics is the practical component of the practice of law so i think Really what it sh- what should happen is that schools should make that kind of a mandatory thing or at least like really encourage all students to get um, those skills in law school as opposed to doing w- a skills exam, which personally, I don't see how you would even test in an exam format the skills that you need to know to practice mm-hmm. law. How do you, you have to do a podcast? Well, I'll do it. <laughs> can, yeah, I can do No, it. that would be your skills <laughs> exam. Can you do a podcast about law? Yeah. I hope that's Adam, the skills exam. Jeez. Class of flying colors. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it wasn't that great. You failed. 
What you? No, not you. Me. Oh, you. Pepe. This is them talking to me. Yes, I got. And it. Telling me I failed. <laughs> no. And I'm taking it well. Great job so far. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we always ask is the to the guest, and then of course I'll ask Adam. He helps me. But oh. what? So in particular, what's happened in the last week that you could say relates specifically to your being in third year? In other words, it wouldn't have happened to you in second year or first year. Oh, that's so interesting. Honestly, I mean, this isn't even like it's not I don't know. I think I think what what happens in third year is you start to feel like you actually know something, which you might not. Obviously, you're still at the very beginning of your legal career, but people start to ask you questions as if you know something and you start to think that you know something and they're asking for advice, which is really a weird feeling. Wait, are these are these people? Students, are they students? students are yeah, they like lower year third years? Oh, they're no, young. Like okay. First and second year students yeah. and, and people who are considering law school, they start to come to you as like an authority on law school, which is a very strange feeling. I mean, for me, I was a first generation university student. No one I knew had ever been to university, let alone law school. So I came in like a fish out of water. And I guess I did that too. I would ask upper year about their <laughs> right. experience and their get ask for advice from them but uh it's weird to think that when that comes full circle to be kind of the person who gives that advice it's a pretty mm-hmm. unique opportunity and i yeah so that happened to you yeah it ha- it's happening all the time <laughs> oh okay well because yeah. like you know two l's are in their oci process right now oh, they're trying yes. to get jobs and yeah, it's like i basically i talked to probably five or six students a day over the phone trying to coax them through the, the OCI really? process. Yeah. I was easy. I messaged her like once. Yeah. <laughs> no, they'll, you know, people <laughs> are a, nervous, but I, so was I at that time. What so. about first years and midterms? Any of that? Yeah. Uh, I got a little bit of that. Oh, too. okay. Yeah. Yes. You know, I have like my official mentees who I reach out to to make sure they're doing okay and they're staying afloat. But yeah, you know, it's, they'll reach out to you with things that now seem simple, but mm-hmm. that back when I was in first year, I was obviously asking those same questions. So it's weird how in a couple of years you can kind of come full circle and think that you know what you're doing now oh yeah oh you're in the exalted position now. <laughs> yeah adam what happened to you last week that you oh can tell us about anything interesting uh that relates to my 2l status well no you for you it's just oh interesting hand. things that happened to me well and that, that are related to i didn't sleep a lot <laughs> i uh i put together a proposal for changing the lecture recordings uh process at osgood oh for access yeah, to Osgood. perennial lecture recordings. Yeah, because I always liked the lecture recordings. I always thought that they were pretty valuable. But then now that I'm working with access to Osgood um, and the strike happened, I realized that like Mike, who was on the podcast before, he he could, I had to do all the notes for him for remediation. <laughs> like we did five weeks of school. He couldn't even watch a lecture. All he had was my notes. So well, didn't the, he have the auto audio recordings? Well, he can't. They don't help him. He can't hear them. So oh, just like, okay. But I thought they trans. I thought they no. You think know. that would happen? But that's what we're part of our proposal now is okay. set it up so that no matter who you are, it's accessible. And I don't think there's a really a valid reason why we can't have a consistent lecture recording system. Like I, I know audio. That's what I know. And I don't think it's that rocket science. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's perfectly doable, and it's just it's more. We have to accept as a school that we want lecture recordings to be a thing because the first thing you always say is, we're the only school that does it. Yeah, so what? We're Osgood. We're supposed to be special, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a, so, so are you on? Yeah. You're president. I know. The, no, the, I love Osgood. Osgood is at the top of the food chain. I didn't even consider chain. any other law school, so <laughs> I'm not harping on it. <laughs> so are you on some committee that does this? That you're no, on? no. It's just through uh, Access to Osgood, which is a student group for students with disabilities. I mean, micro are oh, part of. Okay. So that's kind of my art, my advocacy project is right. uh, lecture recordings because I always that's had awesome. a, some gripes about it. So yeah, 
<laughs> what about uh, what about opportunities to do things in third year, like going away? Have you, you, have you yeah, taken up one yeah. of those opportunities? Yeah. So a lot of my friends are on exchange right now, which is a huge thing to do in th- in three LOL. They think <laughs> they say, you know, now that you've finished all your core courses, now that you have a job, go on exchange, which I think is a great idea. But I am um, not doing it this year because last year I did uh, the intensive program, the international and transnational intensive program um, in Switzerland. So I, I was interning at the UN high commissioner for human rights in the anti-racial discrimination oh, unit in Geneva. That's sick. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I did that for four months and honestly, one of the best, some of the best times of my life. I learned a lot working there in their legal, um, department. And, uh, I also got to explore a little bit of Europe and kind of just, well, Switzerland. It was mostly, I had to get out of Switzerland as often as possible on the weekends because Switzerland is so darn expensive yeah um so i was trying to go to the cheaper areas of europe um but yeah no it was a fantastic experience so i mean i'm it made me broke so i couldn't go on exchange this year in addition but can you do more than one you can only do one uh major intensive program but you can go on exchange like once you do three it's like cool (laughs) yeah i know it's like what law school are you really an osgood student (laughs) i know i know but no there's there's different ways to do it i also and i was lucky in my first summer after first year i did um an exchange program but just for one course in italy i took judgment and decision making in florence it was awesome um and i'm part of the income contingent loan program at osgood so shout out to uh former dean sausen who uh, oh, was yes. the champion cool. of that program and if it wasn't for him i wouldn't be in law school and or uh in any of those programs so it really talking about access to osgood that was yeah. really um, a big thing for me so yeah i've had a lot that's of good another thing osgood is the only i think it's the only law school that has such a program is it or it is, at least as the, far as i know yeah, yeah. and that's so they're trying heard, to expand yeah. it right it's been expanded since yeah. i came in in first year um, by a couple students and like i said it literally is the only reason i was able to afford to come uh so uh, and look at look at where I am now. It's it's hard to imagine like having not been able to even access it in the first place. So it's uh, it, I honestly I give all my props to Dean Sausen and to the administration uh, who put yeah. that in place. We should do a podcast of all Osgood oh. firsts, all oh. the things that Osgood does that no one yeah. else does. But I thought you were offering to do an income contingent loan <laughs> for you. I, was getting <laughs> I almost got excited. Oh. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, trust me, I'm not see. paying anything yeah. back. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing about going into criminal law too. It's it's like that's the only reason I can even pursue that as an option because uh, you know criminal lawyers don't make a lot of not money for a while anyway. Law, not no. for a while, so uh, yeah, it allowed me to kind of pursue the area which is the main area that I'm interested in. So yeah, luckily for me, podcasting makes a shit ton of money. <laughs> that's where. I'm. Oh yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have uh, who's it? Who's gonna advertise on our show in the future? Advertisements, <laughs> Isn't that McDonald's. How we, yeah. we need the big ones. McDonald's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever, yeah. whoever wants to, yeah. We should. Yeah. We need to. We, we have a phone to, line. No one's a, called the phone yeah, line. Still, nobody's called. The phone I, line. I, 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 I never that. mentioned the phone line. Yeah, you should yeah. actually call the phone line. I don't remember the number. Well, you're supposed top of my to head. give the number out. I know, but I didn't make it something catchy. That's what I should have oh, done. Okay, <laughs> but it's, that's all right. Uh, yeah. We're we're in the growth, the early growth stage. I'm surprised you haven't gotten any prank calls to the phone. I'm hoping to get a prank call because I'd love. I would play that if you prank call me. I will play it on the podcast. Whatever you say, I'll play it. Yeah. Say whatever you want. Everyone call the phone line. So uh, I have an anecdote from my third year, which uh, it's going to be hard to tell this without sounding too arrogant, egotistical, but it's a good story. I'll edit it so you, you sound can, really humble. Okay. You can make, can you make me sound yeah. humble? Say some bad things first. <laughs> I'll put so I did, I, in my <laughs> last year of uh, last semester, so the sixth semester of three years, 
I took the criminal law intensive. Uh, I was a Dalhousie, mm-hmm. so uh, which meant that I only had to take one other course because it was only it's I think it was nine or ten credits, whatever it was, and you still so it wasn't enough. But when you take those kinds of intensive programs, they are intensive, and so I never I didn't I I went to my my class that I took was conflicts of laws. I went the very first day just to figure out who the prof was. Yeah, got the summary. I never went to another class of conflicts. What? No, because I was busy doing my criminal law intensive. But the story is setting a bad example. Yeah, I know, is. I know. But I got this is this is where this is where I know. Oh, he's gonna well, flip not, it. I forgot he's flipping this. Yes, <laughs> I got the prize in conflict you of law. Wow, <laughs> you're just that smart. <laughs> well, no, I, well, that's why I say it's hard. But that that's was funny. that was great. It's because you went into so, that exam with a loose mind. Like maybe you you maybe. you weren't tied down to knowing all the material. You you had yeah, so they didn't have participation marks in that class. <laughs> no, no oh. participation marks. Uh, obviously, yeah. three hour exam, hundred percent. So you just waltz in and uh, anyway, <laughs> That's, that, that was, is hilarious. So pretty good. I've heard a similar story to that. <laughs> it's terrifying for me who studies a lot. Yeah. You, oh, I'm just not naturally smart enough to do that, to pull that off. Well, but. and that's why I say I didn't want to, I mean, it's the, the funny part about that is that there were, we had two people who clerked at the Supreme Court, both in my class and they were in that class too. <laughs> and the, the, the prof, no, oh, this, there's a, there's so much more to this story. <laughs> The, they they got to write in a separate room, special room, not for any accommodation reasons, but because they were Supreme Court clerk bound. So they got really put in a special That's so room. So interesting. But they what was the, what's the test. connection between being the a prof? Clerk and... Well, the prof found out, and he the prof thought that is absolutely that's insane why are those two get special treatment i'm giving them a b oh my god <laughs> uh, wow so, so that's what goes on in the grading system behind yeah, the now, scenes so eh? I was an anonymous? all kinds of this story i've not for wait was grading anonymous before. when you were in law school yes yes, yes. it was it wasn't okay. that okay i'm not that ancient oh thank god because i would imagine <laughs> the ass kissing that went on but there's so that. much in that story <laughs> that i really honestly yeah, first year shouldn't wild. have heard that story you're right because there's too no. much there first of all I'm saying that you don't need to go to class. <laughs> Secondly, I'm saying that you can get, you can do well without ever, you know. Thirdly, saying that some people get privileged and special treatment. Fourthly, that some profs just decide that some students don't deserve A's no matter what yeah. they do. This is the intro. All this of is the podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> <they're> your <laughs> list of four things <laughs> on the agenda. But at Osgood, none of that can happen because no, it's all not. very secretive. and <laughs> All um, the interest of transparency. Uh, how do we close off? So we, we I don't know. Uh, I'm not that creative right now. I'm so tired. Heather, Heather can have the last word. Heather, you have the last word. <laughs> That's what's the, I see a question brewing. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, let's I, ask. I let's ask a question that she'll be familiar with. Okay. So, if you could play an advertisement on the Stanley Cup final. Oh, you're gonna just riff right off, off cancel, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, is Toronto Maple Leafs Montreal Canadiens? <laughs> And you have an ad and you can tell people about lawyers. What would the ad say? You know what? It's funny how I've heard this a million times. I've seen it behind the scenes in Sean's podcast. And yet I've never come up with my own answer for it um, because it's hard because it's, it I is. mean, it's, it's I know a, he gives that one in advance. Yeah, exactly. And I did not get it for the record. So that's fine. Uh, but you've heard it many times. I've heard it. But, you know, it's it's I'm always so intrigued in what everyone else is saying that it's hard yeah. for me to even think for myself what I would say about lawyers. But I think. You know, what I would say, maybe, and this isn't necessarily answering your question, but to students and uh, undergrad students in particular who are considering law school, but who never 
had a lawyer in their family who never knew anything about the law, about the legal profession, just to say to them that you, they really can do it. They really can come to law school and be successful because um, I, I can't even count the amount of lawyers I've, I've met now when I'm honest about my background and who tell me that they came from the same kind of background. They didn't know anything and they're do, they're, they have amazing careers. They're doing great things. Um, so really it's just about perseverance and like recognizing what is a different and unique thing that you bring to the table. So for instance, when you write your personal statements, definitely, mm-hmm. and you know, definitely talk about those things and what makes you uh, different and, and why the law school should want you. And I think that goes for becoming a lawyer too. Like, you know, in criminal law, it's very, uh, we have a very diverse criminal bar. And I think that's what I love so much about it is everyone has a story to tell and uh, on the of counsel podcast, he does a really great job of talking about um, what brought people into the criminal law, what brought people into law in general. And so listen to those stories and just know that you have your unique one as well and you'll make a good contribution to the profession. Perfect. Perfect. Good ending. That's the best we, ending we've ever had. Helps, <laughs> helps our podcast and you also helped his too. Get, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going to get a lot, a big influx. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Thank you very much thank for you, coming. Heather. Thanks for having me. See you next week. Oh, Adam, your readings for next week. We're I, got him. I got no, it. I got it. No, no, you even... don't have them because we're moving <laughs> on to a different book. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Make sure you do them this time. Yeah, this is 100% going to be done. 100%? What do we got? Uh, students. Fadden, students thinking like a lawyer. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I definitely think like a lawyer. I know. Uh, no, wait. That's why you're going to say you don't need I'm to I'm like one of those people that everyone <laughs> everyone tell you before you came to law school that, that oh, you yeah. should get into law. And, you're, and you're like, I'm like, what am I saying to these you're people? Because you're argumentative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it is, I think. Go, uh, go sign that book out. Okay. Okay, Let's good. Let's go. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs>